I'm Jackie from Cape Town in South Africa. Andre from Brisbane. I'm Ben Wyler from Botswana. Jim Panton from Edinburgh in Scotland. I'm Lisa Breaknell from Christchurch, New Zealand. Nick Kidinji from Nairobi, Kenya. I'm Viggy from Tel Aviv in Israel. I'm Andy from Vancouver, Canada. This is Harish from Bangalore in India. I'm Brigitte Seiperstein from Frucht, the Netherlands. I'm Dougie Nisbet from Durham in the UK and you're listening to Run with Coach Parry. Welcome on to this edition of Run with Coach Perry. I'm Brad Brown and uh, great pleasure to welcome you back. I hope you are enjoying the new format of the podcast and uh, we've got another guest on the podcast today and we've got Coach Perry with us once again. Lindsay, welcome back. Nice to nice to touch base with you. Yep, and this is a cool show for me. We um yeah, this is a old client of mine that I actually haven't spoken to in almost 6 years. And um yeah, in fact we never really spoke over Skype or telephone, it was all uh, email based because Alex is in Canada. So yeah, I'm looking forward to the next couple of minutes. Well, let me let me just take your foot out of your mouth. By old client, you mean a client who was with you a long time ago. You're not calling your client <laughs> old. Just just so we know, we just want to keep everything. <laughs> Everything above board. So, yeah, before we get into to the nitty-gritties, if you are looking for a training program, whether it's a 10K, half marathon, marathon, uh, all you need to do is head over to coachparry.com forward slash start. You can download a whole bunch of programs there and get all the help you need. So let's head over to Winnipeg in Canada right now. And it's a great pleasure to welcome, and I hope I don't butcher your surname, Alex. Alex Ilnitsky, is that is that correct? Perfect. I find I got it. Excellent. Welcome on to the podcast. Thanks for, for joining us today. We're recording as we're recording this. It's the middle of the day here in South Africa, and you got up really, really early for us. And you were saying before we started recording, you're not a morning person. So so thanks for getting up early. It's uh, great to great to chat to you. My pleasure. Alex, tell us a little bit about you. How how long have you been running? Tell us your, your running story. What got you into into the sports? Sort of what background have you got? Well, I used to be a runner when I was in high school. And then as one got busy with university, it got sidelined. And I always hoped to get back to it. So after the third child reached age seven, I said, it's about time or it's never going to happen. So I started running and that was about 12 years ago. And um, just started with the typical 5K, building it up to 10K. And then got very comfortable with the 21K distance and then had a psychological barrier to be able to go higher. So... With Lindsay's support, we came up with a plan of first doing a 30K and then did a 42K. And my plan at that time was to just carry on. And uh, regrettably, you know, my daughter fell ill. My daughter fell ill with bipolar disorder. And that was the first time that I got this insight that I always thought the only thing that would limit me would be my own body or my own physical injuries. And the people around me were being sidelined with physical injuries. That's why they weren't running. And I began to understand that you need the health of others around you to be in some level of uh, stability, to be able to focus and uh, give the energy to, to running. And even though I understood you know, intellectually the value of me continuing to run for my own well-being and for stability of others around me, um, it was very difficult to keep it going. So it sort of fell down to the fun 5K, 10K distance again. Um, or pushing it to a half K, but not uh, 
uh, have, but not being well prepared for it. And a lot of sort of really unpleasant running experiences. Like, yes, I could finish the distance, but I hated it and would walk away going rather than inspired, dreading doing another one. Um, I've improved since then because time is back to our life challenges and our bereavements. Um, and I'm sort of looking to um, regain some degree of discipline and concentration, I guess, to be able to be consistent um, with running, regardless of the circumstances that are occurring in life around you, to stay, stay, stay committed to the running goal. Absolutely. Because it does serve one well as a life yeah, absolutely, Alex. Thank you for sharing that. So I think I think your story is going to going to resonate with a lot of a lot of people, and and it's so true. It doesn't matter what what the issue is. We we all have things around us, and and like you say, sometimes it's a, a physical injury that stops us from running, but many times it's it's not something with you physical it's it's something around you it's environmental factors and and it's family and it's life happens and and unfortunately that is the case but i, I think you sharing your story is is going to help a lot of people and i'm going to hand you over to the coach because uh Lindsay obviously knows a lot about your running background and and let's talk about how we can can help you achieve those goals and and i think one of the big upsides is you have even though you haven't been running longer distances you have continued running throughout this whole process which which is half the battle one is that is that consistency so Lindsay, i'm going to hand you hand it over to you and uh, let's see how we can help alex cool yeah so um alex one of the things that i picked up in from your your mail to brad uh in the initial communications between the two of you is that you're not quite getting out of the halves what you one, two, as you've said now, part of it, that is because you, you, you're running them un, unprepared, um, which then takes away from the experience completely because it's not enjoyable. But on the other side of that is that the, the, the inspiration or motivation to run the 21 isn't quite, it, it's not providing the, the inspiration, motivation, should I say, to get out and do the consistent and, and, regular training that's required to perform well at that distance. Um, and often the reason why a marathon does that is because you also know that a marathon is a long way to run. Um, and you know that if you go into that unprepared, it's not just a question of it being unpleasant. It's going to be extremely painful and there's a high degree of failure of mm-hmm. not even achieving it. And, and so that is why marathon running is quite a powerful motivator. It's, it's that fear of, of failure um, as well as the, the satisfaction of achieving the goal. So you've got – with a marathon, you've got the stick and the, and the carrot. That kind of makes you get out, out there perhaps on some days that you don't really feel – quite motivated to do so whereas the 21 you're like okay i've had a few bad experiences but you know you can finish at 21 so when you're having when you're having those days i don't know if i really want to go out and run it's actually easy to opt out not to go out and run um so i think what is quite important is to set that goal and to say right i want to do this marathon again to know when it is, where it is in in the future, so that you you can plan around it. Um, but it's still going to be a, a difficult. Now I don't know how stable the the, the um, your home situation is now, but obviously there will 
for the rest of, of your, your daughter's um, natural life, there will be times where you will have to drop what you need to drop to be there, to be there for, for, for your daughter. Um, so I think you, you're always going to be mindful of that. But as you've rightly pointed out, if you can get that goal, you can get yourself on the road, at least you can be running makes you a better version of, of you. So you, you now want to want to get out there and do something about it. Um, so a few questions for you um, in terms of what, what is, what kind of structure have you put in place now in terms of your running? So you've, you've made this decision now, you want to go ahead and run this marathon, but what sort of, of structure is there in place? How many times a week have you committed to running or can you commit to running more importantly? Um, and what do you have a, a, a bit of a plan in mind so that we can really help you to mold that plan? So I'm currently running three times a week. I can run four times a week. Okay. I have a committed running partner on the weekend and I have a running club that has both Tuesday and Wednesday run options. So I've joined the clinic there so that I'm sort of more committed with a bunch of women to show up on a Tuesday. And cool. it's a 30 to 45 minute um, run, everything from progression runs to uh, repeats, whatever they're into, that's what they do that day. Wednesday, they do uh, easy, so you just show up for whatever you want. And there's people doing different distances, different paces. And it's uh, one kilometer from my home, so I can okay there. So that's sort of um, a very good thing. And then the woman that I've been running with, she's the one that actually supported me through my first marathon as well. She's cool. done 15 marathons herself. She's getting older and is having uh, foot problems. but uh, So she's doing five-in-ones, which um, on, lo- on long runs, she has to do five-in-ones. So um, I've been doing five and ones for the past month with her, but maybe she'll get better yet and go back to ten and ones. But she's always been there as somebody who's very stable. So every weekend, you know, I have half a day of her time. So I have always had those supports. It's just it's sort of been I've she's signed up, I've signed up, and then I drop out like a six okay. week race, and I'm like, you know, Aaron, it's going to be a really unpleasant race for me. I'll show up and I'll run with you for the first ten miles. And then you carry on and finish, and I'll just walk the rest. So that's how yes. I do it. Okay. So I still show up, but I, I've done like 70% of the training, so I go, ah, I don't want to be nauseated yeah. and walk last. Yeah, and I, and I think that's where, where so I, I think that's where a marathon will, will push that next bit. So I quite like the idea of, of having your, your little group there that will push you along once a week. Um, and also on that Wednesday, having again your your group that you can run with but on that day it's not really about being pushed it's just about having some camaraderie and the question there is then just to make sure that we get the volume to or, or that run to be long enough um you know probably probably around six to ten miles at most um uh, but six miles six seven miles to me would be a good number your long run yeah, look, you may have to do extra or, or something else, but again, it's a good idea to have that person there, there to to meet with and work, and hopefully her, her feet problem will also get better so that she does improve. Um, so those three things I like, and then that fourth day I think is a good idea. You don't really need more than that. Um, uh, four days a week is enough training if done sensibly 
to get yourself back to that marathon distance. And that fourth day will again be somewhere in the region of, of seven to maximum 15 miles. If, you, if you're doing, if you're getting close to, to 10 miles or a little bit more in the group run, then, then you can afford to do the run on your own a little bit shorter. And obviously the long run will then just steadily and gradually build up much the same as we did a couple of years ago where we literally chip away, chip away, chip away and build up until we get to about, um, yeah, until you get to that 30K. And, you know, once you've done a 30K, mentally and physically, you are ready to push on to the, right. to the, 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 the next step, you know, to move from 20 miles to, to the 26 miles is you, you, physically you can do it. Uh, and particularly once you've done one or two of those, uh, but certainly in the short term to have that being pushed a little bit on the shorter runs. Um, and if you then just get the consistency going with the marathon in mind, you will also start to do better in the, in the halves or 10 milers, you know, local races, which in turn should then start to kickstart that motivation process where you start to feel better about your running. Running is going well. Um, so really for you, the biggest thing is to plug into that consistency and get that mm. literally week after week after week after week. And if you can fix the consistency, then as you feel fitter and better and start to perform better, the, it becomes sort of a circular motivation You've got the fear of the marathon on the one side, but you've got the improving performance on this side that'll help you to, to run better and better. So I have, um, I'm doing a half on Sunday, the first spring half here locally. And uh, there's a 30K locally in September. And of course, there's several halves and 10Ks that one can do in the summertime here. I'm doing a 10K in two weeks. I sort of have learned the rule of always trying to keep two things booked. So I've got the half and a 10K booked for May. And then I thought if I set the September 30K as the next target, and then an October marathon would be something I should commit to now. And then I'd have that, that yes. sticker. Um, so, because I've been running, um, you know, I, since I, I've been running all along, they've been maybe, you know, off for a month or, you know, off for two weeks and then back running, uh, but not running with any kind of targets of speed or number of reps. Yes. Just joining the group, whatever, 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 whatever you're doing, I'm doing kind of thing. Yeah. But I think at the end of the day, the base is there um, to continue from this half to a 30 by September. The yeah. summer's going to be very, very consistent and structured. Yeah. My summer. <laughs> There's, there's plenty of time. I mean, if, if you look from now until September, you can really get some good consistency going. You should get a much more positive ex experience um, there. Um, yeah, I'm not sure how this weekend will go, but uh, that, there's, there's nothing that can be done about that now. Uh, but certainly between now and September is, 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 is enough time to build yourself up to running pretty comfortably. And then once you've done that, as I said, mentally and physically, you, you're pretty much there for the marathon. So another couple of weeks on from there. Yeah, that's a good plan. I, I, I like that plan. I think many people treat that 30K here in Winnipeg where I live as their um, sort of long run before a marathon. I think that's okay. why they're in September yeah. to help folks who are doing a fall marathon. Cool. So, look, I... I 
I would still, for sure, in the in the short term, even though the the whatever the group is doing isn't perhaps necessarily targeting um, specific type of of training, I would still tap into that so it pushes you a little bit um, and. Your, your total workout there will be 45 minutes, but I'd look in the short term to start doing a gradual increase on your Wednesday and then doing a gradual increase on the weekend. And then I would slot in another run somewhere in the week that's convenient for you, roughly around the six, seven mile mark. Uh, and those, that program will, will suit you pretty well. I reckon about 12 weeks out from your marathon, then maybe that group run on the Tuesday, you would want to start doing something that's a little bit more specific to preparing you for the marathon, perhaps some slightly longer um, intervals um, or hill work because hill work is really great um, secret speed training, but something that will be a little bit more specific and provide you with strength that you need uh, for the for the marathon distance uh, and then at that same time, you'll also just be progressing these longer runs so that you get your your weekend long run probably up to a fairly consistent 16-mile training run. Um, and that will then mean that you definitely be, be ready to get 19, 20 miles that you need for your 30K. Okay. Cool. cool. Any other Any other like specific training question that you've that you've got that you can think of no no I think I I have to um, get consistent and I agree that I have to to commit to that frightening uh, punishment and fear of failure will motivate you fear of failure thank you absolute pleasure cool it really was cool really cool chatting to you so are we drawing the, the line in the sand is that the plan Alex marathon in the, in the fall in, in Canada is that is that a done deal you just need to go and fill out the entry form um, well I'm going to do the 30k <laughs> alright brilliant and well, when the 30k feels uh, when I finish that and I feel like oh I could probably have kept going to the 10k then I'll sign the form but I think mentally, I commit. I have to commit. And that is such yeah. a such an important point, though, isn't it, Lindsay? It's it's a it's a mental thing. I, I mean, when every anyone starts running, you, your first five k is tough, and then you think, oh, there's no ways I can go on and do ten. And once you've done ten, you think there's no ways I can do a half marathon. And and it's the same feeling at a half marathon. You think to yourself, thirty so far, and uh, it's it's as much as like you say, if you hit the thirty k physically, you you there, you can push on and do the marathon. But you your head's got to be in the right space in the right place in order to push on and, and do that marathon. Uh, absolutely, and and I think even though at the time you may feel like yo that was quite hard, I think in the in the three or four days after races like that, you you start to process a bit and go, oh, hang on, you know what? It, it was quite hard, but actually I, I I did quite well. Um, and you also know instinctively that in doing that distance, you know you'll be stronger and better prepared for it the next time. Absolutely. Well, Alex, thank you so much for joining us uh, on the podcast. Much appreciated. We look forward to to following your progress and seeing how you're going. Good luck for that half uh, this weekend. 
Lindsay, once again, thank you for your time. If you uh, want to find out about those training programs, there's a whole bunch of free ones on the website. It's coachparry.com forward slash start is where you can get all those details. And if you want some ongoing help, we've got a very vibrant, active online community. All you have to do is head over to coachparry.com forward slash join. Uh, you can get in there. You get access uh, to Lindsay. You can ask your questions in the forum. You can also get access uh, to getting onto this podcast podcast as well so uh, alex thank you for joining us best of luck and uh, Lindsay, thanks for your time yeah absolute pleasure go well thanks bye-bye cheers alex bye